This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology show. Your host, Meryl Vandermerva, loves using technology to streamline her life and to make lessons more engaging. She is a graduated homeschool mom and teaches homeschoolers at her local co-op classes and online at fundafundaacademy.com. Whether you are tech-challenged or someone who loves technology, this show is for you. And here's your host, Meryl Vandermerva. Hello, and welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology podcast. This is your host, Meryl Vandermover, and today in episode 150, we're going to be looking at creating online review games for your children. Now, just to explain um, what we're going to be looking at here, um, I'm thinking in terms of whatever you're teaching your kids that you know that they need some repetition. They need review for it to stick. Now, this could be different depending on the way you homeschool, what you're trying to teach them, and the age of your child. This could be spelling words, it could be reading words, it could be foreign language, it could be capital cities, um, it's, it could be scientific facts, I don't know. Whatever it is that they need to learn, whether they're taking part in a contest, whether it's just something you know that they need to fix in their minds, whatever it is and different stages of their lives obviously this could be different things um vocabulary words you know, whatever it you, you you're trying to just really cement in their minds and so the the particular tools i'm going to share with you today and i have actually talked about these all at some other point in this um, podcast but these three all work for you to be able to uh let your kids play them more than once. So like if you're just setting up like a quiz on say a Google form or whatever else, you know, your child's going to do the quiz and they've done it. These are more kind of games that your kid can do more than once without getting super bored. I mean, they might not want to play them, you know, day after day, but you could keep coming back to them um, and will give them a little bit of fun as they are actually playing. They also don't take a long time for you to create. I It wasn't that long ago when I was a homeschool mom and I know there was no way I could spend three hours making a fun review game that my kid was going to take three seconds to play. Obviously, if you've got um, you know younger kids coming along that can also use it, this is even better because you'll be able to repurpose what you're making. And if you are doing that, just make sure you have some easy way of storing the games that you, you've created because you may not remember in two or three years uh, where you've put them. And you know, look back at other episodes where we've talked about things like Trello um, and Evernote. And I think we did one on Padlet too, which are all good places to just um, store and keep in some kind of order what you are making that you want to reuse. Now, the three options I'm going to talk about today all have flashcard options. So if it's a case that your kid also needs to spend a bit of time practicing and just like look, well, looking at it and flipping the card over to, you know, see what it is, all of these have a version of that on these websites too. So you may need to have that just for, you know, straight learning, but then there are, are games that they can play. And they are games, as I said, not just quizzes. The first one, I'm kind of, the order I'm going in, uh, sort of the young, the younger ones will be most suited to the first game, the, the first tool, and then up to the last tool, which is better for older children. So the, the first of the three is Flippity. There is an entire episode on Flippity, which I'll link to in the show notes. You can find the show notes at homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. But I'm just going to highlight two games here that would work. The first one is a matching game. 
And so, you know, here's where, um, and, and, and Flippity is really easy to use, by the way, you can go and listen to it um, and then go try it out yourself. But basically you just upload words, either uh, just text, a couple of the games will work like that, otherwise on a spreadsheet. So you just use like Google, using Google Sheets, you just type in your say it's capitals that you're doing, you'll type in um, your countries and you'll type in your capitals and it will automatically then turn that into a matching game. So, um, you know, it's just a fun, easy way for kids to to practice something. Obviously, you can also do this. Flippity is good because it actually will, uh, you could put in um, words so they could hear a word and then they could match it up. So you could have, you know, you could have a uh, um, that's a good way for them to actually learn to read or to learn a foreign language. You can incorporate that with it. The other game that Flippity has that would work as review is Hangman. They call it Snowman. In fact, they've got different versions depending on how quickly you get hung. Um, they're all like one something to do with flowers. I can't remember exactly what they are. But really, you just put in a list of words. And this you could use for spelling. Um, you could use spelling in a foreign language. Or you could, perhaps you've learned a lot of terms to do with earth science or anything and you want to just see, does your child remember it and um, perhaps know how to spell it? You could use this as a game and it's going to take you uh, maybe a minute to actually pop in those words and then let them play it. So that's your first tool, Flippity, and I think that's particularly suited to the younger set, uh, particularly as you don't even, they don't even need to be able to read to do the matching game. The second one is class tools. Again, there is actually an entire episode on that one. They have a lot of different, um, not just games, but just uh, templates and various other things that you can use in there. But I'm going to say that you go to the arcade games. And again, there'll be a link. But if you go onto classtools.net, uh, just look for where it says arcade. And why I'm saying doing this is because you can put in one set of questions and then your child can choose which game they like. The games they get to choose from, there is just a plain, as I said, one of the options there is just a, uh, a flashcard. But the games themselves are Pac-Man, Manic Miner, Asteroids, Snake, Pong, Word Shoot, and Space Invaders. So what you do is you go and you put in a question and when they kind of lose a life, they have to answer a question, which either they have to like type in, I think, a full answer, or you can give them multiple choice. And it's really easy. They show you show you how you've got, you've got to have at least 10 questions, but you put a question in and then you put a little asterisk um, and the answer. So like if you'd say the capital of France, and then you put asterisk Berlin, asterisk Paris, asterisk whatever and you tell it which one is the correct one I've forgotten if they, you have to put it first or how it works but you then highlight which is the actual correct one and then your child can play a variety of games that will all have these same questions in it whenever they need to to retrieve a life as they play along some of them may also you have to may answer as you go the negative about class tools is that the free version has ads which is a pain I don't love it and in fact I actually just pay for the uh, the paid version so that I can get rid of it. So if this really works well for you, you could consider doing that too. Uh, another thing, if your kids really love playing the Space Invaders game, which you'll see it's back to our childhood for those of you a little older. In our in the Funder Funder uh, Scratch game, our sponsor Funder Funder Academy, in the Scratch, not Scratch game, in the Scratch class, I think it's the final big uh, project that they do is I actually teach them how to create a Space Invader game like that. So that might be something that they actually would like to try if they enjoy that game. 
Um, then let's move on to the final one. So that was so that was class tools, and this is great for sort of upper elementary and middle school. Um, I don't see high schoolers wanting to play this, but who knows? You know your kids best, and maybe this would be fun uh, for them to do. The one that I would suggest for middle school, um, more serious one, and up into high school is Quizlet. It's probably best known just for being flashcards, but it is more than that. And here again, you can actually get your kids, especially your middles and high schoolers, if they really have to learn something for a biology test they're taking or whatever else. The best is for you, not for you to actually create this, but for them. They go in and make flashcards. So the term on the one side and the explanation of it on the other. And then they can practice by playing matchup where all the cards just get both sides of the cards get all smushed together on the page and then they have to drag the correct one over its its definition. So that's the one game that they play. The other one is called Gravity and it's kind of like a, it's more similar to the class tools one. It's more like an arcade game one. Here you can choose levels. So if your kid's not really good at those games, they can go for the easy level if they find the really very simple they like to be challenged they can go for the harder level and again here it will mix up the questions with the actual game so it's a bit video game um, the arcade style and it's also the actual questions that they practice so you know some of those who just want to like practice might find that it's annoying playing the game as well that's why I'm saying for the older ones Quizlet is good because they can also just uh, play like the matchup game and then also of course in Quizlet you can you can choose to make it into um, a quiz uh, test and various other things if I want to do that but this particular episode, of course, I'm just looking particularly at the games. So those are three tools, Flippity, Class Tools, and Quizlet. And all of them are really quick to get set up and going. And they all have free versions or are always entirely free. And are something that you can keep and reuse. Maybe the, you've even got a friend who's using the same curriculum as you are. And you can take it in turns and just share what you create so that you're not doing as much work. But none of these will take you more time than you probably have. And it will just add a little level of fun um, to any rote study that your child might need to actually do for whatever reason it is. Hope you found this useful and if you do please give us a rating and review. Um, come and visit us and share how you're using what you're learning in our Facebook group Homeschooling with Technology Community and I will see you again same time same place next week. Thanks for tuning in to Homeschooling with Technology with Meryl Vandermerva. Visit her at fundafundaacademy.com and homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. Homeschooling with Technology is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. <laughs>